Welcome to There's No Sports, but there is free agency football for some reason. I am Brandon. We are entering free agency f- Fest 2020 Perna. The tamponing period started today for NFL teams, which is why there is blood in the water, which is why the NFL Network calls it the free agency frenzy. The NFL announced the draft will still occur as scheduled, but not like we typically see it. Many players were tagged, released, and traded today. Today's biggest winner is Kyler Murray, who will now get DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald to throw the ball to on the same team for one year. Bill O'Brien became the most disliked coach in Texas since Eric Taylor was forced to coach East Dillon High in season four of Friday Night Lights. You know you made a bad trade when players for the team you just traded with are roasting you on Twitter. And not even star players, Chase Edmonds calling O'Brien a buffoon. Today we do free agency fest part one of 2020. Censored. So YouTube doesn't steal my money. That's good sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Now look, you could have received all the info I'm gonna give you in this video by watching the NFL Network, where they make a big deal about a little spilled coffee. Kareem Hunt came oh, back yay. from suspension. He was uh, productive for the Cleveland Browns, and it sounds like they're trying at least to keep him around. Mike? I thought that that was empty. I can't believe I just did that. But you chose me, where I have done this. <laughs> oh God, I've gotta made a mess. Whatever, whatever should I do? You guys probably have to deal with this kind of thing at Channel 7 all the time. I can't worry about having egg on my face if I already have egg on my face. I love free agency fuckfest. I was out digitally trying to get inside info for you guys when I saw that Stefan Diggs responded to a tweeter saying Diggs gets butt hurt all the time then posts cryptic tweets, which was in reference to Diggs tweeting, it's time for a new beginning shortly after he learned he would have to play with Kirk Cousins for three more years. Diggs then responded to the butthurt comment saying, nah, this ain't one of them times, champ. Something's going to happen. To which I responded, Stefan, this is awesome, but can you confirm if your butt is hurt? All injuries have to be disclosed before a trade happens. So I'm still waiting on a response from Diggs to let you know if he is in fact butthurt and injured. Things kicked off yesterday. Bradley Roby signed a three-year, $36 million deal with the Texans. That's great for Robe Dog. Roby won Kenobi. I was about to credit Bill O'Brien, but then we learned he traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson and a second-round pick. As a player signing a new deal, I would be pissed if the next day I learned the best offensive weapon we have as a team, arguably a top five player at his position, was gone. Bill O'Brien, how do I ensure my team never wins more than one playoff game? Let me see how little I can get for DeAndre Hopkins. Bill O'Brien is the ultimate agent of chaos. His trade has been called the worst of all time already. Now, I would recommend that the Texans overthrow him in a mutiny or coup type situation, but he's too valuable right now, given his ability to keep America entertained in these dark, lonely weeks. Now, per John McCain, 
which I'm guessing is communicated through Sam Darnold, as he's the only NFLer who can see dead people. DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth-round pick go to the cards for David Johnson and a second-round pick this year and a fourth-round pick next year. Sorry, sorry, that's uh, John McClain, not John McCain. <laughs> I'm glad I got that egg on my face to start the episode. The Arizona Cardinals will trade running back David Johnson to the Houston Texans as part of the Hopkins deal, sending an injury-prone running back to the team that injures the most running backs makes a lot of sense. It's moments like this I like to remind people that Arian Foster is an atheist, and I blame that mostly on the Texans. If any franchise will convince you God doesn't exist, it's the Texans. They will pay all of Johnson's contract, which leads me to believe that Arizona really does have Bill O'Brien by the Johnson. This is the third trade the Texans have made for a running back over the last eight months. The most valuable position, as we all know. They traded for Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson last August and will now pair an injury-prone running back with an injury-prone wide receiver in Will Fuller and an injury-prone superstar in J.J. Watt. Injury-prone. The only IP you never want to own. The Cardinals will probably no longer take a wide receiver with pick number eight, meaning the Broncos should be able to get the guy they want, whether that's Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, or CeeDee Lamb. The Packers signed former Browns linebacker Christian Kirksey to a pretty team-friendly $13 million deal over two years. There's a ton of incentives in this contract due to his injury, so just $4 million guaranteed uh, for Green Bay, but a high ceiling, a very high ceiling if Kirksey stays healthy. The Patriots re-signed Devin McCourty to a two-year $23 million deal with $17 million guaranteed keeping the McCourty twins closer together and at about five times longer than their mother's uterus. Bill Belichick told Devin at the signing, I am your mother now. I am your mother. A bunch of players were franchise tagged. Ah, the franchise tag, God's gift to billionaire sports owners. It's nice to see the big man upstairs has their back. That man, Roger Goodell, of course. Here's my speed round of tag your it bitches round of tags. Dak Prescott, exclusive tag at 33 million. God, I wish somebody paid me $33 million just so nobody else could talk to me. The NFL's most elite average quarterback had the exclusive franchise tag placed on him, and the exclusive tag means only Dallas can continue to deal with Dak Prescott. Wait, no, I spoke too soon. Kirk Cousins is the NFL's most elite average QB, and he signed a two-year extension with the Vikings, keeping him in Minnesota for three more years at $96 million, $61 million guaranteed, freeing up enough money for the Vikings to tag Anthony Harris. Now, Shaq Barrett, edge rusher in Tampa Bay, tagged. He was praised for betting on himself with a cheap one-year deal, and now he's being rewarded with another one-year deal. At this point, I think all Shaq Barrett wants to know is when his sacks in the NFL are going to make him more money than the sacks in college made Jadavian Clowney. Shaq Barrett had 19 and a half sacks last season. Clowney has never had more than nine and a half in one season. The NFL hates paying for actual production. AJ Green, tagged. AJ Green will have to spend at least one more year in hell, I mean Cincinnati where he can at least catch passes from Joe Burrow and Mike Brown can hold him hostage like Dennis Hopper on the speeding train that is the Bengals. Derrick Henry, tagged. He's gonna get 12 and a half million for 2020. I wouldn't want to make the NFL Hulk angry. Well, maybe I do. He seems to run well when he's angry. I support this move. They say you should never pay a running back, but if Derrick Henry walked up to you and asked for money, 
would would you be able to say no? Kareem Hunt got a second round tender. This was really just a move by the Browns so the Chiefs wouldn't swoop in and restock on women hitters. If only Walmart would restock as quickly. Or Target, Target, let's have some class. Additional players tagged, you, me, and Bud Dupree. Chris, keeping up with the Joneses and making boneses. Joe, we're tiny, we're toony. Leonard Cohen, hallelujah for Dave Gettleman. Williams, not huntering for a new home. Henry, Justin, I respect him too much for a shitty nickname. Simmons, Brandon, I shot the sheriff. Sheriff Yannick in Gawk This Way. Let Philip Rivers talk this way. Matthew Judon. Judoff, Anthony, thanks for the cap room, Kirk, Harris, Kenyon, it's a marathon, not a race, Drake, and yes, yes, all of those dumb names are a result of cabin fever. I apologize for that segment, I really do. Amari Cooper will test free agency according to the NFL Network. Amari Cooper, once known mostly for dropping passes, is now one of the most sought after wide receivers in the NFL. All because he made Dak Prescott and the Cowboys look slightly less pathetic in the playoffs. Slightly. The Browns have agreed to a deal with tight end Austin Hooper, who a wise man once called the perfect way to describe Kevin Durant. David Njoku and Austin Hooper is a formidable tight end pairing in Cleveland, assuming the Browns keep David Njoku. Which I think they will, but there are talks that he could be traded. Probably in a package deal to sneak Odell Beckham Jr. out of Cleveland. Hey, 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 we asked for David Njoku. Why'd we get a Beckham too? Because the Browns needed the cap space after making Austin Hooper the highest paid tight end in football. That's why. Teddy Bridgewater has agreed to a deal with the Chicago Bears. Teddy goes back to the NFC North where he began his career. And finally, we can stop hearing about the Bears taking Mitch Trubisky over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Instead, Bears fans can brag about not drafting Blake Bortles and Johnny Manziel ahead of Teddy Bridgewater in 24. Wait, hold the phone. Hold the phone, maybe not. New reports suggest a deal is not done and Teddy is still talking to the Buccaneers even. The Bears are now apparently focused on Andy Dalton or Nick Foles who have ties to the Bears coaching staff. Uh, Nick Foles played with Matt Nagy when Nagy was in Kansas City and John Filippo in Philly while Andy Dalton spent time with Bill Lazor in Cincinnati. That'll be interesting to watch. Eric Armstead re-signs with the 49ers, five years, 85 million. Will Keyes, my writing partner, quit high school football. Sorry, I, I, it would make sense if I hired a writer who quit high school, but will quit high school football to avoid having to play against Eric Armstead. True story. My takeaway here though, is that Tom Brady is currently less valuable than a defensive lineman. If Tom really wanted to go to San Francisco and they said no, that's my take. But the Niners weren't done. They went on to get uh, the Colts to trade with them, the 13th overall pick for DeForest Buckner, which means they're gonna have to do some serious deforestation when we all run out of toilet paper. This gives the 49ers two first round draft picks, including number 13 overall to compensate for their lack of second, third, and fourth round picks. I'd guess they draft a receiver, that wide receiver I said the Broncos could get due to the DeAndre Hopkins trade, so. Damn it. Damn it, Kyle Shanahan. You bested us again here in Denver. First being better than Vance Joseph, now this. 
Buckner uh, will also get a massive contract extension from Indianapolis, which is supposed to be around $21 million per, per year, making him the second highest paid defensive lineman in the league or something like that. Now, throughout the day with all the big moves, some players were also released. The Steelers released Anthony Chickillo, which his last name, Chickillo, translates to O.J. Simpson. You don't know him. I don't know him. But with the last name Chick Killo, the Chiefs are very interested in his services. Desmond Trufant, Morgan Burnett also released. And there were other guys, but there's just so much crazy shit happening. I can't keep up. The Baltimore Ravens got in on the trade action, sending tight end Hayden Hurst, the man they famously selected before Lamar Jackson, just so angry fans could call them dumb as well, to the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons actually get a solid replacement for Austin Hooper and a fourth rounder. Baltimore gets the Falcons second and fifth round pick this year. So... Probably a really solid move for the Ravens. Jameis Winston is set to become a free agent. Uh, unfortunately, the free agency market for his services at a starter seemed to be more bare than the toilet paper aisles at Publix. Plenty of crab legs still at Publix though. That is, unless Jameis Winston is in town. If the XFL survives uh, the coronavirus and just being the XFL, welcome. Welcome Jameis Winston to the Tampa Bay Vipers. The Bucks did re-sign Jason Pierre-Paul to a two-year deal worth $27 million. And with Jameis Winston on his way out, JPP can finally admit Jameis Winston ate his fingers. And it was not indeed a firework accident. We've had to wait a long time for the truth to come out. I'm just glad that it did. And finally, we're still waiting for the Tom Brady and Philip Rivers news to drop. It really looks like Philip Rivers will land in Indianapolis and Tom Brady with Tampa Bay, if not the Patriots. But with Trump stating people should no longer gather in groups larger than 10, Philip Rivers may have to buy a tent so he can live alone in the woods away from his family. Personally, I just want the NFL Network to stop trying to promote the Chargers as a good fit for Tom Brady. If their bad offensive line made Phillip Rivers pedestrian, what will it do to an older, slower Tom Brady? Never mind, I actually really want to see what the Chargers line will do for Tom Brady. Wait, hold on, there's more. Cleveland Browns got a three-year deal with Jack Conklin coming over from Tennessee. It's three years, $42 million with 30 fully guaranteed. That is a big pickup for the Browns, whose line definitely struggled, and a big loss for the Tennessee Titans line. So I'm just reading updates off Twitter now. That's how fast this shit's happening, and I want this video to be the most relevant most relevant it can be. It won't, but I tried. Thanks for watching. That's Good Sports Free Agency F-Fest. 2020 will continue all week. I'll be covering this shit as fast as I can. I don't have the resources of the NFL Network, but I've got the moxie to get these videos up. I got the moxie, I tell ya. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.